a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Big show coming up on Footy Talk. Gordy, what on earth happened to the Titans yesterday? Well, I don't know. That's the $60 million, 65. I don't know. What is it, Steve Austin? That's the million-dollar question. But you don't I know. know that you were hanging you around the dressing room to find out the juicy <laughs> stuff. I want to know what happened between Josh Alloyer and Wakeham. Well, I'll give you some details. I'm not sure if you'll get all of them. Hello and welcome to another edition of Footy Talk for your Monday. Emma Lawrence and Gordon tell us as usual, Gordy, another epic week of footy. But let's start with the game you were at yesterday. Firstly, how are you? Have you recovered? Are you feeling okay? Do we need to talk about it? I think we do. Need to debrief <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> 26 points is enough to win 26 games. So the biggest comeback in NRL History wasn't good for the Gold Coast Titans, especially when it's against a Dolphin side that's fresh into the competition, had a, what, a 20-year-old, 18-year-old, 19-year-old halfback calling the shots. So you want to congratulate the Dolphins because it was a, it actually was a really good comeback. It's a typical Wayne Bennett being around the game for like 2,000 years and just <laughs> went, this is what we need to do to get the job done. And and then even today, like just his, just the way he works, their mental approach to the game goes, I don't, mate, I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for that game. But what would I take credit? It's all about the players and what they did. And, the, and they're the ones. But obviously at halftime for those guys to believe that they were still in the game, that if they stuck to their processes. But that's the Dolphins side. I think the real side is the Titans blue a great opportunity to go on with the game, to put your foot on their throat, to keep on driving it in, and they panicked. And I listened to Tino's interview after the game, and I agree wholeheartedly, you know, like they can't keep on doing it. If you want to be a real threat in this competition, you cannot think that you can play for 40, 50, 60 minutes and think you're going to compete. It's disrespectful to your opponent. Well, I think we've got some audio of Tino. Let's take a listen. Just the attitude. We turned up in the second half with shit attitude. We didn't stop tries. We didn't want to defend our, our line. And it's just frustrating, mate. There's two weeks in a row. Teams don't do that. You know, you learn from one week and we come out and do it again. And it's just embarrassing coming here and our fans come to support us, family back home. Like, makes you emotional, makes you angry, especially on a day like this. So, frustrating, mate. It's hard to put it. Yeah, it's frustrating. You can hear the passion and the emotion in the skipper's yeah. voice do you when he talks about attitude what does that come well, down to pack. how do you turn well, up with a pack. I, I emma i i'm not short of a word i couldn't ask him a question i couldn't ask him a question i was so, I've, i felt so sorry for tino and mo yesterday on the effort that those guys put into the jersey and just think that how can their teammates look those two in the eye and go out next week and compete with them. And they can come up with all the excuses, oh, this is what happened and that and this. And, yeah, there's some play. So the AJ Brimson, we've been defending the line for 25 minutes and you throw the pass over the top. You know, you got the Kieran Foran, so you buy someone with so much experience. You've played World Cups. You've played in so many big moments. 
you're ahead, you're not chasing points, you try those new little short dropouts that if you execute it perfect, it's a 50-50. There's two blokes go up to tip the ball. You know in basketball when they throw the ball up? Yeah. It's 50-50 which way they tap the ball. It's like so they try a play that's 50-50. I'm old-fashioned. They call me a dinosaur but in my brain, I want to kick it as long as I can and keep them away from the pot of gold that we're trying to protect, which is our try line. So I thought that's what Kieran Foran was bought for. So there's a lot of things that they can work on. But if you keep on having to work on that, right, like you shouldn't have to. That's a given. So you buy that for that. You shouldn't have to talk to players about that. You shouldn't have to talk to AJ Brimson and go, we've been defending the line for 25 minutes. Why would you pass the ball over the top? In hindsight, you put a kick forward, you've got Khan Pereira outside you, he's going to win the race. I I, <clears throat> I don't get some of the decisions. I would like to be a psych to go in there. And why are you panicking? You had 26 points. Mm. <laughs> you, you're not 26 down and you're trying to chase points. You had them. You had that money in the bank. So, you know, this week I think the Titans take on Manly, do they? That's another massive challenge for them. Well, they'll just park this game straight away. But do you think... Well, you can't park it. Just hear me. You can't park it. You've got to address it. And why does it happen? In getting you can't to the... park. You can't, you can't park a... If it was Penrith coming back, you go, yeah, look, we had all the footy. We had 80% or 70% of the footy. You're playing a side that's won two competitions in a row and they come at you and you think, well, when they get the footy and they got the superstars, they're going to score points. But to have a couple of soft tries, I think, in the middle of the ruck, a couple of front rowers linked for a couple. you got you and Aiken bumping off two players. There was a couple of tries that weren't first grade standard and that's what they really got to look at, in my opinion. Is Justin Holbrook under any pressure or do you purely put that down to the oh, he didn't miss it. Look, I'm with the coaches at half time. He said, "Guys, you know, you got to keep on doing it." That's a player mm-hmm. thing. That's not a Justin Holbrook thing, right? His plan worked. His plan got him 26 points. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff got him 26 points. Tino said the attitude, and the attitude doesn't come from the coaches. The attitude mm-hmm. comes from you. You got to. I say it every weekend, whether it's about the Tigers or Parramatta or whoever we're talking about, which seems to be one team every week, <laughs> is you pack that attitude. That's what that's what you bring to the game is you've got the sheet of paper and there's our rundown and that's our game plan. But I pack the attitude to come and work and that's what they need to pack and your job's never done. You can't put your tools down. No one on a job site, listen to this, can put their tools down if they're going really hard and get up and go just as hard. Mm. Don't put your tools down. I know they swore then. Passion and the emotion. Well, there'll be some soul searching certainly for the Titans. Same goes for the Tigers who came oh so close yesterday at Campbelltown. I genuinely thought they had it. Manly came away. I know, you had your pom-poms out. I saw you. I I heard you. I was telling everyone before the game, I said, I woke up with good vibes. We've got this today. (laughs) But uh, I was wrong. (laughs) Nevertheless, uh, so Manly, another victory for Manly, but the biggest story is Tom Trebojevic limped off with a groin injury. 
Many believed during the match that he wasn't himself. He he was chased down by um, Stefano, Yutuakamanu, a prop, and just didn't think – many believed that he was only playing at about 70%, 80%, then comes off with a groin it's, injury. It's strange. He's got to go see someone. I think Beaver Menzies went and saw some guru that lived in North Sydney. I went and saw him once about – and he's a body expert and he just looks at you and Tom – go overseas and work on his hamstring or whatever, they come back and then he got his back, you know, like his back spasmed yeah, and they injected. Yeah. Well, it's spasming because something's pulling it out and it's sort of desperate really mm. for them not to find and, oh, no, he'll be right. Well, you know, sometimes you've got to listen to your body and the loudest thing is, you, you know, the pain receptors and for him to be fit, he's not overweight, he's not his fat gut pulling on his sciatica nerve. It's a it's a high it's a high functioning athlete that is getting pain somewhere. So something's out of whack somewhere. So if I'm Tommy, I go see someone to see and it could be something so simple that he's doing that's stirring up something in his body. But it's sad to see Tom, you know, go off for like injuries because the game's better for Tommy Travojevic running out every week. Do you agree he doesn't look himself and that he's not 100%? He, he hasn't. I think there was a couple of weeks ago where he had his first carry and he run the ball. Uh, Melbourne Storm, I think it was, that that Battle of Brookvale. Mm. Tommy was back to himself. That was after the week before he got his the back spasms. I thought he just must have thought, well, bugger it. If I'm going to break down, I'm going flat track. Mm. But when he goes flat track, Something gives in his body somewhere because it's either his hamstring. He had a he had a running race in the mall after having a Macca's burger. Remember that? I remember that. And the bloke we, beat we him. Got, so let's we, sign him. We got every little bit out of that story we could in the media. Oh, but how good, yeah, no, see, like if you can go and you run at top speed and something breaks down, you got to get it fixed, don't you? Yeah. If that's your car and every time you put your foot down, and you get a flat tire or something, or you can't hit third gear or whatever it is. There's something wrong. Yeah. Well, if you were Brad Fittler, so he has to. Oh, you don't pick him. He's just not up to it. Please, how can? Yeah, Tommy, my Tommy, Tommy's just not up to it. You don't oh, want him. Okay. But just imagine if that happens in the first minute of an Origin. Oh, okay. Yep. And okay. then you got to throw a back rower out there to defend. So should we clip this up it's and send it to Freddie? Yeah, Gordy said, just, yeah, just don't can't. pick him. Don't just, pick the one of the biggest stars. It's just not the risk that you want to yeah, take. Okay. Great advice. I'm sure Freddie will um, take every yeah, bit of your I, yeah, advice I, on board. Like, why would you carry someone injured into an origin? To, you don't know say, whether I'm joking or not. No. Picking. Listen, we don't care. Like, Queensland don't care. It's never been about New South Wales. It's been about us. I'm just going to give you something. It's always been about us, about what we do. New South Wales has never been about Queensland. It's always been about New South Wales and what they do. We cannot predict who they pick, what they're going to do. It's how we play on the night and injuries happen and blokes go down and that's what makes Origin so well. Like when I think it was Josh Morris, he hurts his knee, he gets up and tackles mm. Greg Inglis from behind like that, you know, like he's off the sideline. He can't he can't run. Poor Bowman does his knee and makes three or four tackles. That's Origin. So if you pull on the New South Wales jersey, you're expected to play 80 minutes and play through some pain that you probably wouldn't play through if you had a Manly or a Tigers or a Broncos jersey on. It's just simple as that. Do you think uh, an 80% fit turbo no. is no. 
still worthy of selection? Oh, he's such a great player. I think Manly have been picking him every week at 80%. But is that the Tommy that we watch? Like, we just respect Tommy so much, don't we? He's such a great player, such a great bloke. I'd ask Tommy that question. Are you up for it? Well, I was... That's how much respect he has in the game. Like, that's serious. If I'm Brad Fittler, I go, hey, Tommy, are you up for this? We'll wait and see. And I reckon he's that nice of a bloke. He'd be as honest. He'll say, mate, honestly, Brad, I'm not. Oh, absolutely. And if he just says he's not, well you got to take his word if he goes, absolutely, well, you put him in whatever jersey he wants to wear. Mm. Poor Tommy was devastated last night. I was um, stalking the sheds with the great Michael Chamis, hoping to get an interview. We begged him. Mm. We begged the security Did guard. Did you apologise? We, we begged Anthony Seabold. You said you were going to apologise last week. For? Remember when you asked that question to Reed Marnie? Oh, I did, I did feel yeah. bad. I, we I thought tried. we were going to get, yeah. So, oh, so you felt sorry that Tommy I felt is sorry going for Tommy. through pain again and you stalked him. I did. I waited. We we asked. What are you turning into, Emma? There was a no. Then we said to the security guard, "Did he really say no, or is Cuzzo just saying no to us?" Then Seabold walked past, and I Bro. went up and said, "Hey, uh, can you convince Tommy to talk to us?" They said, "You're so desperate, aren't you?" I said, "I'm just trying to do my job and get the interview, unsuccessfully, wow. actually." So. Anyway. You're auditioning for like a current affair. <laughs> Please, right I'm now. not that bad. You're going to start stalking them sitting outside the house, chasing them down the street. I'm not that what bad. What about your hamstring, Tommy? <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Is it groin? Can we talk about your groin? I'll tell you what, I'm not that bad, but I did miss. No, yes. Yes, it is. You're hanging outside. It's, it's a closed door. It's like hanging outside a house. Yeah, but that's where that's you get the interviews. Doing. That's where you're you're entitled to stand in the tunnel, in the sheds to wait. And they're for entitled to say no. Absolutely. And I, no I means would, no, doesn't it? I would, no, no means I'll try another way. <laughs> oh, does it? Right here. Anyway, what Please, I um, did miss by the I time- I want you to be my lawyer. By the time I got rejected from Tommy, uh, I had left. That's not the first time you've been rejected, is it? No, no. The <laughs> players hate us. But we'll oh, take okay. a quick break. Oh, okay. yeah, we'll take sorry. a quick break, Gordy, because on the other side, I'll tell you about the drama <laughs> which I did miss in the sheds. <laughs> Alrighty, Gordy. So I had left. I missed this so-called drama, but have spoken to a few people. So allegedly. Right. So Josh Alloyer. Do we get away happy. with allegedly on a podcast? You get, I think you just shove okay, allegedly okay, in well, front of anything yeah, sure. and it's fine. I just, you don't I just get sued. never thought I'd be in this realm of, you know, reporting now. So now I'm knocking on the door as well as you. I'm sitting at the front of the house and I'm saying allegedly they've done allegedly, this. Allegedly, right, yeah. Right, let's go. That's what you have to do. That saves right. you from getting sued most of the time. Um, <laughs> so Brandon Wakem, when uh, the Tigers, when Stafford Toa scored, Brandon Wakem is getting up in the face of Fainu, the young debutant. Josh Alloyer wasn't happy with that. There was a bit of push and shove. Then after the match, this is about an hour after the match, they had words in the tunnel. Went an hour after? An hour afterwards. Well, I, I was stalking Tommy for a good 40 minutes and it didn't happen in that 40 minutes. So it's after that. Oh, my that. God. Oh, my God. We got a, we got a stalker. <laughs> so then Josh Alloyer has said, well, if you want to take this outside, let's go outside. They've gone outside. Several witnesses said they saw them outside having heated words. Then when Josh Alloyer has gone back in the sheds, Brandon Waken has followed him into the manly sheds. 
Um, speaking with some Manly staff this morning, they were playing it down and said, oh, it was just a few words. It wasn't a big deal. It's not a fight. They were just having a few words. But regardless, there was a So there, there was, was no a push and shove. It was just words. No, yeah. No, so it was just words. It was words, yeah. Heated words, but. Does Wakeham, is he one of those, you know how you get. I think he's quite like I had a little fluffy Maltese. <laughs> Does he realise, you know, they'd take him to the dog park and he'd bark at the big German. Does he know that he's not Josh Alloyes or Oshea Alloyes or whatever? <laughs> Oshea Oley. He's Oshay not the Oley. size of... Does he realise that he's not Oshea Oley's size? Well, obviously not. He's taken him on. So who's in the wrong then? So who said what? So I don't know exactly what was said, but um, Josh Alloyes wasn't happy with what... You're waiting outside the wrong door asking for the wrong, the wrong term, information, term. <laughs> but I'm sort of hearing now. So the important part is that, and you're trying to find out about Tommy's groin, which is most of the world trying to find out what Tommy's groin. You're saying and I missed you could a good have found yarn. Out the real juicy stuff, I which was the yarn. what was said. Okay, so are you questioning my? Um, no, my I never strategy? questioned anything. I just allegedly brought <laughs> that up. You allegedly could be correct. Look, <laughs> I'll say this, Josh Alloyer. I think is a but very I love it, right? respectable young man. Okay, so players get man. under everybody's goat, right? And then we're all PC and oh, it's all right. It just happens on the field. Sometimes it doesn't, right? Mm. So I remember playing like against a guy and then something happened and we played with each other and then a couple of his teammates rang me and said, oh, he's saying this. So I said, well, just let him know at training that if he says any more that I'll fly down there and I'll walk in the training because that's, that's what I was prepared to do. So if that's what's about to happen and no one likes it and was it going to happen, maybe yes, maybe no. But, you know, I mean, if players want to sort it out then and there and don't carry their divot, which is say don't carry their divot and they were going to sort it out and someone got challenged and we want them all to be men, we want Wakeham to stand in front of, you know, Ole Kawatu or whoever or Big Nelson or Sofa Solomona, but it's hard to switch off. So, hey, mate, you got to get in front of these. you got to be tough. you got to do that. Then after the game, something happens and you've got to switch that off. Sometimes it's hard to switch off mm. of you to be built up, to be a man, to go out there and compete for 80 minutes. And um, people – and then we go, oh, geez, that's overboard. The game's finished. Well, no, it's not finished. You know what I mean? Because of – you know, the battle that you went in and the things that were said or whatever happened, sometimes you carry those. And that's what we love about sport. It's tribal. And that's why we turn it on every week is because of what they put themselves through. And they put themselves through what they do is, you know, because of their mindset going into. And it's sometimes it's really hard to switch on and off. And wouldn't you rather them, uh, the way I see it, if Josh Alloy has an too. issue, I think it's great that he's gone and yeah. he's a man, he's gone straight up to wait, let's sort it out rather than Absolutely. carry it with him and be a sook next time they play. I think there's nothing wrong with I don't believe there's anything wrong with what Alloy did in addressing yeah. the issue, regardless of what was said. Address it then and there so you're not Absolutely. carrying it with you. S- stab him in the chest, not in the back. Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Oh, you're always full of these little nuggets of wisdom. Hmm. Stab him in the chest, not the back. You got a heart of gold. No, you gave me that one last week. What was that again? Heart of gold, which is... Small and yellow and hard to find. (laughs) I don't like that one. You've paid me out enough today, actually. (laughs) You don't like that one. (laughs) Not if you're saying it to me. Okay, we'll just wait outside my door and I'll give you another one. I will. A current affair, Any players, if you... If you got an injury, watch me. I'll be waiting outside your house (laughs) to chase you down the street. the juicy stuff, we don't know what was said. No.
Okay. So we'll find next out. I'll week, find out. Now, please. next week, yes. can you please yes. apologise to Reed Marnie yes. and find and, out what was actually said? And apologise to Tom Trebojevic for stalking yes, him. I, for, yes. I will. Mm. All right, Gordy. Well, with that little nugget of wisdom from you, stab him in the chest, not the back. We might uh, wrap up another Monday edition of Footy Talk.